You are now tuned in to Poppy Chulo Radio, your web portal for the best in pop culture news and interviews. All magic comes with a price. The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to a special Once Upon a Time official convention edition of Storybrooke Weekly Mirror, the unofficial Once Upon a Time podcast, a poppychuloradio.com original series, Poppy Chulo Radio, pop culture on demand. Today is Sunday, October 29th, 2017, and I'm your host, Jeffrey Aruz. Tonight, we are doing something very different. We are delivering directly to you audio recorded at Creation Entertainment's Once Upon a Time Official Convention 2017 in Whippany, New Jersey. Please welcome my co-host, Jenna Pace. Hi, everybody. Now it is time for the 13th and final panel that we are showcasing here on Storybrooke Weekly Mirror. This is the 13th podcast that has focused on Creation Entertainment's Once Upon a Time Official Convention 2017 in Whippany, New Jersey. This is exclusive audio that the amazing Jenna Pace recorded for us. So Jenna, please share with our listeners what this 13th panel, this final panel that we are showcasing, was all about. Well, it's an honor for I, the amazing Jenna Pace, to present the amazing Lana Perilla. You're going to hear just how freaking awesome she is. Awesome. So before we start our special Once Upon a Time official convention edition, here's our announcer with a few special announcements. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio podcasters discussing some of your favorite television shows. Visit poppychularadio.com slash podcasts for a complete list of all the podcasts that we produce. You will get up-to-date information on whether the podcast is currently releasing new episodes or if it's on hiatus. You will also be able to click a link to either take you to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or the Poppy Chula Radio archives to download the podcast. To binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio podcasts, visit poppychularadio.com slash podcasts. Would you like to be one of the podcasters on this podcast discussing your favorite television show? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. We are always looking for new voices to add to our collection of podcasts. To become a co-host you must be at least 18 years old. You must be comfortable sharing your opinions. And you must be comfortable using Skype. There's no podcast experience required. So if you think you have what it takes to be a Poppy Chula Radio on-air personality, email talent at poppychularadio.com. We look forward to hearing from you. This is a Poppy Chula Radio special announcement. poppychularadio.com is currently looking to expand its web presence and we're looking for your help if you're a fan of poppy chulo radio and its signature series please visit gofundme.com slash poppy radio and help us with our campaign 
Every dollar amount donated will be improving the Poppy Chulo radio experience and making it more interactive and user-friendly. We thank you in advance for your support. This has been a Poppy Chulo radio special announcement. We now return you to our regularly scheduled programming. Thanks, announcer.
Oh, 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 I think Rebecca makes me laugh more than anyone. Some choirs can be funny too. Yeah, the two of them crack me up. It's um, they're both so much fun to work with. Rebecca, Ugh, Rebecca. <laughs> I guess that said it all. <laughs> Thank you. Hi. Hi, I'm Tristan. And did you ever expect like your character? to like become a good person, or did you just always expect her to be bad throughout the show? You know what? I have a friend who's a psychic. <laughs> and I was working with her beginning of the show for the pilot. Her name's Goldie. She's a good friend of mine. I love this. And she guessed it. In the pilot episode, she goes, I think you're going to become like a Snow White version of, the, of Regina down the road. And I was like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> so she guessed it, and she was right. And I had no clue. I didn't think it would happen. But, um, but it did. So Goldie knew. I didn't. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. You, you asked really good questions. Thanks. Hi. I feel awkwardly plump. There we go. Now I can, now I can see. Okay. Um, I've been waiting a long time to ask this. Sorry. Uh, Rob Lowe wrote this book. If you're fortunate enough to be part of a particular transcendental transcendent Yeah, it is. It's, um, an, uh, in particularly a transcendental one, all emotional ownership is transferred from you to the audience. They judge it, they embrace it, they project their own hopes and dreams and fears onto it, take personal meaning from it. It becomes it becomes less yours and more theirs. Just like Paul McCartney can never enjoy the Beatles. So, having said that, what would you say to Swan Queen fans who are upset about the lack of screen time for Virginia and Emma? Lack of screen time? Yeah, and, you know, it's the no goodbye, there's uh, there, there are, there, there are people that feel that feel like there should have been more of a even just a friendship at this point in time. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, I, I have no control over that. No, no, no. Sure. Right. So, it's, it's yeah. I, I mean, I have no control over that. I trust the writers and I trust the direction they're, they take the show. It's they're pretty successful at writing the show. Yeah. Um. I think it would be nice to have that moment. Um, I don't know why it wasn't written, but I it, it would have been nice. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I it's a hard question for me to answer because I'm not the writer, but um, but I think it would have been really great for us, even the actors, to experience. It would have been a great sort of closure. Um, and I think uh, it would have been even better for the audience. But you know what? I haven't even really thought about that that much. But I, because I didn't get to say bye to other characters as well. So it's not just Emma. I didn't get to say bye to Snow. I didn't get to say bye to Charming. Thankfully, I don't have to say bye to Selena. <laughs> yeah, and um, saying bye to Jared was horrific. That broke my heart. I yeah. almost choked on the gummy bear. Um, <laughs> that was a hard one. And I remember saying bye to him kind of last season uh, in a scene. 
And I remember he was on stage, and then all of a sudden I realized that this was my last scene with him, so I thought. And I broke down. Like, it was, I needed a clean up on aisle two. I was like, my <laughs> makeup came running down my face, and it was a, it was a hard one. I'm really connected to him. I love kids, so that's always tough to say bye to kids. Hi. Hi, my name's Alyssa, and I was wondering, um, who do you think is Regina's soul, um, soulmate, and what was your favorite Regina and Robin scene? I think Henry is her soulmate. <laughs> Robin scene with Regina. <laughs> That's your favorite. <laughs> um, I, I always really loved the first meeting when they met in uh, that farmhouse. I thought that was cute. And I also loved the moment with them in, in uh, Regina's office in front of the fireplace when they were having like that picnic in front of the fireplace. Page 23 was one of my absolute favorite episodes. What was it like for you to play Regina against herself? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> it was intense. It was really tough. It was uh, a learning experience. Um, never done anything like that before. I know Tatiana Maslany did it on her own. And I should have called her. <laughs> How'd she do it? But um, it was, I think, a learning experience for everyone involved, including the crew and producers, etc. Um, I loved it. It challenged me in ways I never expected, and I think I became a stronger actress because of it. Thank you. Hi. Hi, I'm Shira. Um, <laughs> Brought some more attraction to the couple, I'm sure. 
um, and then they became best friends. And uh, I think it's a, a relationship that many people have supported, I have supported, and um, I mean, I, I love it, and I love what it's, the, the unity that it's brought in the fandom, which is incredible. The relationships that have developed, the, the marriages, the uh, engagements, the proposals I've witnessed, it's phenomenal. It's all green. <laughs> yeah, um, I've always supported it. I've always supported this band. I've always supported all the ships. So um, I still support it. I'm still a Swamp Queen fan. I'm still an Outlaw Queen fan. I'm still a Rumbell fan. Yeah, I think it's pretty, and especially now, I mean, I think quality is critical and it takes all of us together to support this community to make change and difference in the world. You're welcome. Great question. Thank you. Hi. Kylie again. Um, I just wanted to know something I wanted to ask you for a while. Um, like what advice would you give actresses who are struggling with like body image, I guess? Because like there there's a lot of like rejection in like in our field of art, which I can understand, but like Body image is something that I've struggled with, especially for the past like year, year and a half now. It is such a hard industry to, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like, this is a tough one because I feel there's so much discrimination out there. And, and there are people that have, are, um, I'm forgetting the actress. She's hilarious. Train wreck. Thank you. When she posed naked, that was huge, and it was a huge. It, it was so important. Um, that was. I mean, I loved that. I loved that because we need to change the image in Hollywood. Yeah. You know, and and it's it, it's become unhealthy for so many people that you know you look at these magazines and you see these women that are like four pounds with like eight hundred pounds of makeup on and. It's just natural beauty is the way to go, and you have to accept yourself, and you have to accept your challenges, and if, you know, whatever it is that you struggle with. I mean, I always struggle with, and this sounds really stupid, but I was made fun of as a kid because I was too skinny. I was like skin and bones. And being Puerto Rican Italian, I was like, why don't I have more curves? How come I'm not more voluptuous? Why is my, you know? And it, it's true. And, and, I, and I grew up feeling like, I don't have this enough, I don't have that enough, and I was super insecure. And then I just started putting it out there. And I was like, you know what? This is what I, was, this is what I got. This is what I was born with. And the only way I was able to overcome my insecurities with my body was to put it out there. And I don't mean like, put it you know, find ways to uh, accept your what you've been blessed with, and 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 try to you know try to surround your, yourself around a community of people that either struggle with the same thing and they are all trying to you know outgrow these insecurities or overcome them somehow. Um, but yeah, embrace embrace your natural beauty. That's been a message I've been trying to put out there in the world as best I can. So I hope that answers your question. It did. Okay. Woo! Woo! Thank you. You're working on it. I think you're working on it.
just stunning. And yeah, I think they're beautiful. And I'm sorry this industry and media and Hollywood has just created so much pressure for so many people in the world, including myself. Yeah. But we can beat it. Amy Schumer did it. She's pretty, yeah, she's pretty ballsy. Yeah. She owned it. Owned it, girl. You're beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I think it's starting to shift, especially with the, you know, hashtag Me Too, everything that's happening right now. Like, women are now really coming out and standing up for themselves more than ever, I find. I mean, especially in this industry. Um, don't let, if you can, to the, you know, I being a Latina in this industry, when I first started, it was... I was auditioning for all these parts as the Latina, and I would hear she's not dark enough, or her lips aren't big enough, or you know her hair's not curly enough, or she, whatever it was. And I just said, you know what? I can't. I can't let that noise get in the way. I just gotta produce great work. And if you continue to just produce great work, no one's gonna care what you look like, or you know what I mean. It's your 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 film is gonna impact. It's going to, that's, that's going to, to change the opinions of others. And I know that sounds really weird, and, but that's how it was for me. I just, I just thought, okay, I can't, if I just keep focusing on I'm not Latina enough, then I'm going to try to be something I'm not. I just have to be me and focus on doing great work and let that lead me and let that change people's opinions of me. So just, Stick with it. Unless people are bullying you, then that's another story. You can call me and I'll take care of them. <laughs> Don't let that be a distraction for, you know, for where you want to go with your craft and your artistry. You just stick with what you're doing. And things are starting to change. I mean, there's, we have a Dominican Cinderella. You know, like, you're 19. In five years, it's going to be so different, you know? It's going to continue to shift and change and evolve. So just keep doing great work and don't let that get in the way. And if someone's messing with you, you have a lot of people who are on your back right here. <laughs> Do I feel the effects? Yeah. Um, like, that she's loved? Yeah, like, well, I used to hear that she, you know, we love to hate her. <laughs> and I was like, awesome, that's a nice compliment because I played a villain. So I get it. I get that she's a controversial character and people were going to hate her and not like her. But um, again, if I just focus on my craft, if I don't get caught up in the noise and chatter of what people are saying, then I'm good, then I can just do my work and let that speak for itself, and then people can judge me according to that. But if, as once I let these voices in my head, then it screws with my process, and then I'm no longer authentic. 
So I am fortunate because I've always heard, oh, we love to hate her. And then, oh, we feel so bad for her. Oh, we love her. <laughs> so it's, it's been an evolution with Regina. And I've loved every step of it, every step of the way. It's been, it's been great. So you're welcome. Hi. Hi, I'm Claudia. This is a less insightful question, but I was wondering, who's your favorite member of the cast to impersonate, and can you, and can you impersonate them? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Rebecca does a better job at Sean. Gina Wolf. Gina. Um, she always says that. I don't impersonate very well. No, sorry. <laughs> I just kind of did Sean McGuire as well, but not very well. Was it? Okay, because um, I feel like if, okay, if I'm going to impersonate anyone, it's probably going to be Jennifer Goodman because she speaks really fast. <laughs> and it was a scene when she, my voice went in her. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. And I was in ADR and she was going, and I was going, oh my god, did she take a breath? <laughs> How am I supposed to do this? And you have to, like, match the words to her mouth. And she's speaking like this and I have to do a little bit of something. That was just for good I don't know how she speaks that. I love that girl. That's crazy. I love her. Thank you. Sorry, I suck at that. That's about it. Hi.
Nuns? <laughs> so the you know, the world needs to like try to get back at least a busy. He's on another job. Hi. <laughs> You're Lana? Lana. Oh, alright. <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm not excited. Nice to meet you. <laughs> um, um, my question is about the process of accepting yourself, like your natural self, because you're doing this thing on social media. Yeah. Embrace your natural yeah. beauty or natural self. Embrace your. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I'm wearing my natural hair today, but I'm still not fully content with it. Yeah. And I want to know how is this process for you and what you have to say about it to other people. Part of, part of it started because I my hair is done all the time with hot tools and products and I need my hair needs a break and right now it's totally fried um, which is okay I'll deal with it later but then, um, not right now but I'm doing hot oil treatment tonight um, yeah I um, I think it's you know it's I'm 40. <laughs> um, but um, it took me a long time to get to the place where I am wearing my hair curly on camera. I never It took me a long time to get there, and then um, it really started with like giving my hair a break, and then learning to sort of deal with it the way it is because it's, I'm Puerto Rican, so you know my hair's kind of my hair's like tripolar though. It's like it has like kinks and curls, and then you know waves and some straight parts. So it's it's really it's temperamental. Um, and it's hard, and I just gotta work with it to the best of my ability, you know, play with it. Rebecca taught me some things look, with curls, when you're like trying to, when it's wet, just like curl it with your finger and kind of let it dry like that and use products and, you know, try to play with it. Like, I have to use oils and stuff, you know, to kind of keep the, the frizz <laughs> looking like a Chia Pet. Let's attract a Chia Pet, but... Um, I think let it, you know, just try to embrace it the best you can. Spend a weekend at home, maybe just play with it, try new things, and then go out. And the more you do it, it's like anything, like this, when you have, you know, insecurities about your body, the more you start to put it out there, you know, the easier it becomes. Thank you. All of you are too. Thank you. Thank you.
it's kind of like the Emma and Regina's thing too. It's like, well, what would have happened? Or the Trina and Tom story. What would have happened? I, yeah, I mean, I don't know if she would have kept it or not, or who knows what would have happened. Um, but uh, I, don't, I think that it still would have continued to be a bit complicated between Cameron and, and Nina. I think it would have taken, you know, I mean, there was a lot of drama, there were children involved, and they were having an affair. So I think it would have been messy for a long time. And then maybe eventually end up together. I don't know. I need Jason here. There were no no you saw everything. There were only thirteen episodes of that. I know. I know it was a crazy show. Yeah, I'm glad you saw it. Thank you for watching it. I don't know who did, but thanks. So my question is, what's your opinion on women finally taking the lead on Hollywood as directors, strong protagonists, superheroes, and such? Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep going. I mean, absolutely. I I think it's phenomenal. I think that we need more female directors and superheroes and producers and presidents. on a small scale, but I mean, if I, if I, I, I'm not going to say anymore. Okay, next question. I think it's just a positive influence inspiration, but if you could be a character on a TV show, who would you choose and why? I think after 20 years of being in this industry, I'm definitely use a microphone. <laughs> Uh, a character on a TV show and who and why? Oh. I would play the evil queen on Once Upon a Time because I thought she was such an inspiring character. And I learned a lot from her when I watch. I think I play one of the greatest female characters in television and I'm really lucky. Show and I really love it, and it's been a while, but I, I, I know she's, I think that, that role was really incredible. Even Tatiana Maslany and Rock and Rock. I think what she, what she did was... So all of you guys, you gotta call my agent, so I know there's three ones in the room. 
together when I thought she was dead and then she was in Storybrooke <laughs> and then we you know we had a lot of moments we had a lot of scenes together um, in that world and I, I really loved that arc uh, and, um, and then I also loved when we had the sisters episode and Rebecca and the three of us got to work together I thought it was really unique and really special I'm going to have to send her off into the light. It was one of my favorite moments as well. Yeah. Is that one of yours too? I just kind of finished and I can't watch the whole thing. Oh, I understand. I'm so glad we've been able to help you and inspire you. And thank you so much for being here. You have a lot of courage. Yeah. I don't. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm, no. I'm so sorry. Any, anyone else? Sorry. Sounds like a lion horse. 
my mom knows how to do it, my sister knows how to do it, and I don't know how I learned it. Because I've been doing it since before I probably could remember things. So. Being on stage and singing. 
and all the balloons. Yeah, demon, magic dragons. Yeah. yeah. You think I forget things? It's <laughs> 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 remind me. <laughs> I know. There are a lot of beautiful boat memories from Brazil. We miss you there. I know. Yeah, I, so I'd love to return. I can't in December. I'm filming. Okay, but, uh, so it's next hard. Year, maybe, yeah. maybe next year. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to answer questions. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you for your 
Strange question. <laughs> but then again, that's what swans want to know. I want to know what their tongue is. Swan. You win. That's an awesome costume. Hi. My name is Abby. First, I have to say you're a very important person to me. Um, over the past year, I've been going through a lot of really difficult times, including bullying, um, and I had to switch schools because of it. And um, I just want you to know that you really helped me through that. Um, and also, um, my question is, we discovered an object last year that if you poured it over someone's grave, you'd be able to talk to them. So if you, as Regina or Lana, whichever you'd like to answer, poured that over Robin's grave, what would you say? Oh. <laughs> Are you cold? <laughs> Do you need a blanket? <laughs> Come back. <laughs> Say hi to mom and dad. <laughs> I guess all those things. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Hi. Hi. Um, now that you've played someone who passed the curse and a cursed victim, which one would you rather play? I mean, probably the one who cast the curse. Because <laughs> that's cooler. <laughs> to kind of be in charge. But I do like being on the other side because it's kind of fun to play like you don't know what's going on. It's just different for me as an actor to play that side of it. Although, for the first, Seven episodes, I played as if I didn't know if I was awake or not. I think there was there were some some questions around whether or not Regina was awake in the first season. Um, and then once, you know, she crushed Graham's heart, we knew that she was clearly awake. There was some magic to steal the storybook. But um, I, I think I'd like to play the one who has Even though that's evil. That equals fun. You have a really cool t-shirt. Thank you. Thank you. Um, we all know as Evil Regal that you love very deeply, very strongly for everybody. Mm -hmm. And I personally know that it's kind of the same way. That with when you love deeply, you also hurt very deeply at the same time. And so I was kind of curious as to how you, what you do to process through all that and to just let it go to let it not control your life. Uh, therapy, meditation, and uh, alcohol. No. <laughs> I'm not promoting alcohol. Um, that was a joke. <laughs> Probably margaritas. Um, yeah, but I, I would say, you know, there's so many different types of, uh, like, so many different ways to console oneself. And, um, you know, I think retreats, I just did a retreat for a week and I loved it and it was incredibly healing for my soul. That's something I encourage people to do, to sit there without cell phone service and internet for five days alone. It's challenging, but it was also very healing. So I recommend that, you know, you find like ways of meditation. I meditated the whole way here in the car this morning, which was great for me. So I was like, okay, I'm here so I can be here with everyone. and. It was really good for me. Um, so there's so many different, it really is such a personal question because whatever works for you, 
but I would explore different, you know, um, different forms of help or support and, and, and see what, what's, what fits you. I didn't write a screenplay, I wrote a short. Oh, short okay. Is that available to read anywhere? Unless you find my computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, security! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Hi. Right. Um, I was just wondering, um, at the end of season six, Robin shot the arrow to GM with the ring. I was wondering how money playing was going and who you would like to play. <laughs> Money planning is very difficult. <laughs> um, I, I would invite everyone in the Enchanted Forest, or maybe we just have a small wedding and invite Henry, Regina, Emma, uh, Snow, Charming, Neil, Granny, Rebecca, oh wait, Selena. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, she's my maid of honor. Or maybe she's my sister. That's she just that's a sister, you're just your maid of honor. Um, bridesmaids, Emma, and Snow, and Baby Robin would be my wing baby. <laughs> Brooklyn, but like thrown into the woods. 
So like she had like this street sense, and I wanted her to have like the street knowledge and kind of sense about her where, you know, like how I am in New York. It's like, you know when someone's behind you, you know, you know, you can you can smell it, you can feel it. It's like I wanted her to have that, but in the woods. You know, um, I wanted her to kind of have a little bit of Robin Hood in there too, you know, like she's she can kick ass and then she knows this was better than anyone. So it was it was a lot of fun. There was a lot of stuff that um, you know, because of the nature of the show, there's so much being shot that a lot gets cut out. But there was a lot of fun behavior that I did that didn't quite make it on screen. But um, I enjoyed playing her. And in fact, when Eddie and Adam were writing for Ronnie, they said we wanted the energy of Bandit Snow. Uh, See what you did to me. <laughs> Bandit Regina, they said, could you bring a little bit of that to this character? I said, sure. So, there you go. Bye, Snow White. Take care of that heart of yours. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed this exclusive audio recorded at Creation Entertainment's Once Upon a Time Official Convention 2017 in Whippany, New Jersey. Join us next time for a brand new installment of Storybook Weekly Mirror. Once again, here's our announcer to remind you on how you can interact with us. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Mirror. Follow us on Tumblr, storybrookweeklymirror.tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Just search for Storybrooke Weekly Mirror and subscribe. Thanks, announcer. Jenna... I would like to thank you so much for making this podcast happen. If it wasn't for you, we would not have all of this amazing exclusive audio to play for the listeners. You're welcome. You're welcome. I know I'm fabulous. 
and Jenna, would you please wish the listeners a good night? Listeners, have the best evening ever. Thanks for tuning in. Download new episodes of Storybrooke Weekly Mirror every Tuesday and Wednesday via Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and the Poppy Chulo Radio Archives. Our Tuesday show is our episode discussion, and our Wednesday show is our special spoiler edition of Storybrooke Weekly Mirror. Good night. <laughs>